0: Kia ora and welcome to my daily podcast. This goes out with my email newsletter via Substack. It's called The Kaka, in which I write about housing unaffordability, climate change in action and poverty reduction in Aotearoa. I look at it through the lens of the political economy, how policy and politics and economics all combine into hopefully a good outcome, sometimes not. Today I wanted to have a look at our Clean Car Discount Scheme. This was agreed on in 2021 and started then and ramped up in April of last year. It seems a rather clever scheme. It's designed to be fiscally neutral and effectively charges fees to gas guzzling car buyers, so for example double cab utes like a Ford Ranger or a Toyota Hilux, there is an extra fee you have to charge, there's an extra fee you have to pay to actually buy that car and the money earned from those fees is then transferred in the form of a rebate to people who buy electric vehicles, both fully electric, plug-in hybrids and hybrids. There's also, originally, some money for people buying very small cars with very low emissions, the sorts of Suzuki Swifts and Toyota Yarises. And uh, this scheme started out in 2021 and has been characterised as the Ute tax because uh, the Ford Ranger and the Toyota Hilux are the most expensive in the scheme. And obviously a lot of farmers and tradies and others say that um, there is no choice for people who need a double cab ute. Uh, The electric vehicles you could describe as double cab utes uh, aren't in New Zealand yet. And there aren't really any of those vehicles at scale able to do what the tradies and the farmers would like. Um, They're sometimes not able to tow huge amounts for huge distances And we don't have the charging infrastructure there yet to make it easy to recharge. So it's caused quite a bit of grief, um, certainly during the whole uh, groundswell protest stage. But it has been quite successful in getting people to buy more electric vehicles. And in fact, so successful, it's now costing the government more money than it expected. Now, remember, this was supposed to be fiscally neutral. Remember, The charges on the double cab ute drivers go down to the electric car buyers. And it turns out there is a lot of electric car buying going on. About 20% of the new vehicles we're buying at the moment are electric cars. Now it started out with an awful lot of Teslas, (laughs) Tesla 3s and then Tesla Ys, the Tesla SUV. And more recently we've seen a lot of imports of the Atto Three. Now, this is the BYD Chinese-made electric-powered SUV, and uh, that's proving quite popular at the moment. Also, in the second stage of the scheme, which encouraged people to buy hybrids and plug-in hybrids, and not just new ones, but used ones, there was enormous uptake of the rebate scheme for that. So we're talking people who are going into a car yard and buying a second-hand Japanese import hybrid. So something like a Toyota Aqua, for those who know their cars. That's the sort of small car that can be a hybrid, which um, is quite popular with Uber drivers. And, of course, the good old Toyota Prius. Now these are secondhand cars and they're not bought by the rich and wealthy who are buying Teslas. These are Uber drivers, poor families in suburbs who realise that actually it's really cheap to have a small car that's also a hybrid. So the government's got, in theory, a financial problem here, which is that a scheme that was supposed to be fiscally neutral is not. So it was supposed to be in balance uh, by this year. The forecasts that I found in the cabinet papers show that 2023 was the year when the money coming in from the double cab drivers uh, combined to offset the payments to the Tesla drivers. Trouble is, there were way more Tesla drivers and actually way more Toyota Aqua drivers using the scheme uh, than expected. And uh, so what we've seen is a a shortfall. Now, as at the end of December, the shortfall was $195 million. And uh, according to the Ministry of Transport, it actually hit $300 million by the end of March. Now, remember, the government set up the scheme with just a $300 million loan. So effectively, the scheme had run out of money. So why am I talking about it today? Well, this morning, we got an announcement from Michael Wood. The transport minister about the clean car discount scheme, which essentially, on the face of it, if you just read the statement alone on some of the early reports, look quite good. Uh, This was essentially saying, "Well, look how successful it's been. We're going to top it up with some extra money. We're going to increase the loan from three hundred million to four hundred million, and we're going to make it um, uh, make the the rebate for those people buying used." fully electric vehicles, so we're talking here the Nissan LEAF. By the way, there are hardly any of those because there aren't that many left in Japan. Um, But what he didn't mention was the significant increase in the fees for the double cab ute drivers and the significant reductions in the rebates for people buying electric vehicles, particularly the hybrids. So uh, what we've seen is um, a significant amount of change in the scheme. So for example, if you are a buyer of a Ford Ranger, before these changes, you would have been paying a fee of uh, $2,645 per Ranger. Now it's up to $5,290, so a doubling of the fee. Toyota Hilux uh, are up. 80% 80% to 5635 Now previously, if you bought a new Suzuki Swift, so that's the third biggest selling vehicle in the country, new vehicle, you would, get a, would have gotten a rebate. Remember the Suzuki Swift, it's tiny. It's got a very small engine, so it's very low emissions. You would have got a rebate of $1,923, so it's good. Under the new scheme, no rebate whatsoever. And actually, if you had bought a Suzuki Swift, hybrid new, you would have gotten a rebate of 3,161. Now, no rebate at all. And when you go down the list, you can see that particularly the hybrid vehicles, the rebates have been removed on those. And when you go to the used car market, and that is an area where there's been a reduction in the rebates. So the Toyota Aqua, Toyota Prius, Mazda Axela. So we're talking small, cheap cars that are The Uber driver's favorite, and the the rebates on those have dropped significantly as well, as much as forty to fifty percent. And also some cars which previously um, did not receive any fees, so it did weren't being charged at all. So that in particular includes the Toyota Corolla. So previously you could buy a new Toyota Corolla and there was no fee. You didn't get a a rebate, but there was no fee. Now there's a fee of $920. So what's going on here? So the government has essentially decided that this policy was too successful. It was costing too much money, and it needed to make it more fiscally neutral again. Now let's step back from this a bit. Why has the government decided that all of its climate policies should be fiscally neutral? And what that means is that any of the schemes we've got should generate money from one part of the economy and push it to another, all in the aim of reducing emissions. Now, that's not how other countries are doing it. They are actually spending money. Uh, Net, they are spending money, and they are doing subsidies all over the place. So the United States government last year put through a bill that effectively spends a third of a trillion US dollars subsidising various uh, green efforts uh, along the lines of um, electricity um, generation that's renewable, um, moving to uh, reduce emissions, public transport, all sorts of things. So these are actual costs. So this is increasing your debt to um, reduce your emissions in future. But Our government, not just the Labour government, but the national government of the last 30 years, has focused on reducing public debt and running surpluses whenever possible, except, of course, for the major crises uh, like the global financial crisis or COVID. And um, you could argue that the climate is in crisis. In fact, the uh, government has set up what's called a Climate Emergency Response Fund which is currently worth $3.6 billion. Now that is money that's been raised from the Emissions Trading Scheme. So in effect, the government set up the Emissions Trading Scheme. It's been auctioning off credits, making polluters pay. Well, not the big ones who compete with the rest of the world. And that money is being recycled into various measures to subsidies to reduce emissions. That makes sense. Uh, however, um, there's $3.6 billion in that fund. And so far this year, 2022-23, the financial year, at least up until um, the end of March, as reported by Treasury and included in my email newsletter, there is $157.7 million worth of underspend in that fund just for this year alone, and the fund is due to increase its spending next year to well over $700 million. So there could be a pretty good argument for saying, well, um, sure, it was more successful than we thought, but let's just keep funding it because it's actually a very efficient way to reduce emissions. According to Treasury and its cabinet papers proposing the scheme, well, not so much proposing the scheme, <laughs> they ended up opposing the scheme, but at least advising on the scheme, they calculated that for every ton reduced through the clean car discount scheme, you are actually not just imposing a cost on the economy of a certain number of dollars per tonne reduced, and you could argue you just keep um, spending up to, you know, whatever the current carbon price might be, $60, $70, $100 a tonne. No, the actual cost is a minus number. So what that means is that every time you reduce emissions by a tonne using this scheme, it actually benefits the economy to the tune of somewhere between $170 and $190 per tonne. You may wonder, how is that possible? Well, the key thing is in the uh, fuel consumption. When you buy a um, low or or zero emissions vehicle, you stop buying petrol. Funny that. Uh, And of course, that means that you are, um, by uh, necessity, by definition, buying your fuel domestically. So you reduce your imports and your costs of living, and you save the economy money. So this is a bit like a free money scheme. Uh, You just keep reducing emissions, and it actually benefits the economy no matter what you do. So why wouldn't you keep doing it, even though it might cost you a bit more than you expected? And as it turns out, you have money put aside for just this purpose, and that this is one of the most efficient ways to do it. Certainly more efficient and more effective than the cost of the uh, cash for clunkers scheme, which probably rightly, was removed in the policy bin fire of February. So we have a situation now where the government has effectively bought itself another big fight with the groundswell crew by doubling the uh, ute tax. It's going to disappoint a whole bunch of uh, poorer people who um, quite liked their uh, Toyota Aqua hybrids. They're not going to get as big a rebate on this anymore. And... uh, It's effectively disappointing those who would like to see a lot bigger emissions reductions. Now, anyone reading the minister's report or announcement this morning might think this is all good news. Have a good look through the full email that I've sent in association with this podcast to get a sense of why it's not all good news, and that, in effect, the government has given up on an opportunity to further reduce emissions. Now, the emissions saved could have been substantial, upwards of 9 million tonnes, Treasury estimated. Now, the government is saying now the current scheme, as tweaked, uh, i.e. throttled, is now going to save up to 3.5 million tonnes by 2035. We know it could have been a lot, lot more. And we also need to save a lot, lot more because we are behind the curve, particularly on our uh, Paris Emissions targets, which are the expensive ones that we'll have to pay for with credits overseas, just nuts. Uh, so, um, not only is it bad policy, but I think it's bad politics because it's going to um, rile up the um, the tax uh, protesters uh, and and also disappoint its um, you could argue climate friendly uh, left voters. Not, not to mention all of those Uber drivers and poor families in suburbs who will need help in a just transition to get anywhere near um, carbon zero by 2050. I'm Bernard Hickey. That was a pretty focused uh, exercise on the clean car discount scheme, which changed today, Tuesday the 2nd of May. Uh, well, it was announced today. It's due to kick in at the beginning of July. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. Kakiteano.